The following program is a presentation of Jazz Sports. This is the high-paced American football podcast in which the time is in short supply, but the opinions certainly are not. Jez, 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 it is episode 100. We finally got here. Yes, indeed. Yeah, big numbers uh, (laughs) from Two Minute Warning this week. Yeah, we're on episode 100, uh, which, if you know you can count, is 99 episodes after the first one. Uh, so that means that it's been it's been going for quite some time. Four years, did we decide? Yeah, four years. It's hundred episodes. Four years, yes, yes, yes. So we we uh, we we're averaging what twenty twenty five episodes a year. So uh, mm. yeah, that's that's going to uh, change exponentially with uh, all that's happening in spring. Um, yeah, uh, and yeah. everything going into free agency draft and all that sort of stuff going on uh, the next uh, couple of months before we uh, kick off the 2023 uh, NFL season. But hey, 22 uh, was was great, right? It was indeed, yeah. yeah. And 23 NFL season will be here before we know it. But uh, yeah, we're doing Spring League uh, a lot more this year. Yes. We, we, we gave um, IFL a go last year. Uh, not for very long, because after the no. first week, I was like, mm, yeah, I don't, don't think I'm going to be able to talk about this, <laughs> because it's not very good. But, uh, you know, if the, the new XFL is anything like the XFL that we got in 2020, it'll be ace. Uh, I did watch the USFL season last year as well, and that was ace, so plenty to talk about, as long as that, that quality remains. And uh, that's what we're going to yes. kick off doing today. Or at least yes. we will a little bit later, <laughs> because uh, there's uh, once again a lot to get through on this episode, our 100th episode. Uh, and uh, apparently, I don't know if you heard the rumours, but there was some kind of big American football game last weekend. Fairly substantial in some way. Yeah. Uh, um, I think it was called the Superb Owl. Um, that's the one some people got together they they found an owl uh, they well they found a few owls they declared which of the owls was was superb uh, and then they uh, they went and and I think that they got a like a WWE title and some kind of shiny thing I thought that was magpies but whatever um, and yeah, yeah the the superb owl so yes yeah absolutely it's um it was uh it was a superb game uh, as well. Um, yeah, it was it was really good, um, and uh, the owls were amazing. They were, yeah. We we do love the owls, um, but yes. uh, we we should stop being ridiculous and uh, get on to our first <laughs> two minutes. We are going to recap the Super Bowl, the Chiefs and the Eagles, and it will be in in some way a uh, a recap of their seasons as well. I don't feel like we need to give the 
you know, the the two teams that were in the Super Bowl, the full two-minute look-back treatment, because we know how they did. They they got to the Super Bowl, so it's kind of pointless reflecting on their season too much other than what they did in, in the big game, right? Yes. So, yes. two minutes up, Absolutely. over to you. What did you think of the Super Bowl? Yeah, so so uh, last week it was a case of um, head over heart, heart over head, and I, I believed in the Chiefs. It, it was a it was a decision uh, I came to saying that yeah, my my heart believed in in them uh, rather than the head of me thinking oh gosh the Eagles are gonna <laughs> gonna get it again. Um, but yeah, um, Patrick Mahomes even on on one good ankle just seemed to be able to. To, to ball out and, and get another Lombardi. Uh, that's his second in four years. Talk of, of dynasty going on. Um, mm. Yes, he he will go down in history as as um, the, the player that the that that won um, the Super Bowl as um, one of very few league MVPs. Uh, Jared McKinnon. What a play! Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll touch on that. Um, but yeah, overall great season for both these teams. I'm pretty sure they'll be in the mix next year. Yeah, I, I think so. Both of them, uh, I think, are fantastic teams. Um, I don't think the Eagles have got very much to be ashamed of. Um, both teams showed grit. Both QBs showed grit uh, and played through injury. It wasn't just Mahomes with his ankle. I think. Uh, hurts and his shoulder was giving him grief for mm. a large majority of that game as well uh, and I don't think either of these teams would survive without their quarterbacks so kudos to both of them yeah. it was a truly excellent Super Bowl you know I think it's probably one of the best that I can remember um, going all the way back to you know the uh, your favorite Super Bowl the uh, Patriots and, and the Giants in in the 07 season that's uh, <laughs> up there with my favorites as well but uh, it came down to good clock management from the Chiefs in the fourth quarter uh, and being able to deliver first downs when it mattered. Yeah, Jarek McKinnon and everyone else for that matter. And the, the pass interference call from the Eagles certainly helped as well. And uh, yeah. I, I I appreciated, you know, some of the guys on the Eagles going, yeah, okay, hands up, that was pass interference. We've, we've got no one but ourselves to blame. I felt like that was really, really sporting of them. So fair play. Yes, yeah, yeah, and, and and I think one one question for you as a as a Bears fan, and this does come up uh, pretty much every year when um, Patrick Mahomes uh, wins the Super Bowl. Um, hey, it could have been a different story for the Bears, right? It could have been, but uh, at the end of the day, and I've had a chance to reflect on this very recently. Nobody thought Patrick Mahomes was going to be any good. Everybody thought that he yeah. should have been going to Major League Baseball instead. So anybody who's out there saying, yo, the Bears could have had him. Like, shut your mouth. Just <laughs> just shut your mouth. Nobody knew. Everybody thought that Mitchell Trubisky was going to be better than Patrick Mahomes because nobody knew who Patrick Mahomes was other than the guy who yeah. should have been doing baseball. So shut up. Just <laughs> give it a rest. I've had enough of yes. your nonsense. Uh, it, the Bears it, will be it, fine it, with it, Justin re- Fields. It reared its head today on uh, on social media. Of course, the, it did. Uh, oh, the what what the bears uh, were missing, but yeah, I think um, yeah, the, the bears are fine. Um, well, apart they from will Justin be. Fields, <laughs> far, apart from Justin Fields saying it's rather cold in Chicago and wish they had a dome, but there we are. Um, it's it's a fair used. point. It's a fair point, and I know this is a digression, but uh, 
the official purchase of uh, Arlington Park has gone through now, so they will start to to plan and uh, apply for permissions to to build a new stadium on the uh, yeah the suburbs of Chicago. But uh, yes, back to the Super Bowl. Uh, that was obviously our final game of the NFL season and our final prediction of the NFL season. So even though uh, you know I already locked this up quite some time ago. It is Lombardi yeah. season, so I've got to get it out there. Uh, I got this one wrong. I went with the Eagles. You went with the Chiefs. But the final score then is Jez 193, Matt 172. This will go on the shelf. It'll stay there until at least this time next year when uh, hopefully I won't have to ship it to you because you've won. I doubt it, frankly. It didn't seem likely. Uh, <laughs> And we will start anew with a a spring competition for a completely uh, completely separate uh, trophy. You may notice yes. that I have a uh, I've got a shiny acorn here that goes very no, nicely I with, didn't my notice. Lomb- <laughs> with my Lombardi. Yeah, the wife found that in the range for two quid, and uh, I'm, I'm thinking that you know a spring league trophy could look something a little bit like that. You know. The, uh, it certainly could, you know. You the know, acorn, with, it's all with, about with, spring with, um, and, yeah. and rebirth new, and all that new, kind of thing. New, new, new lives and, uh, you know, starting at zero, zero again. Mm, yeah, <laughs> it's the, the best score that you've had all year before we uh, even get Absolutely. to any predictions. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, right, but before we get to the XFL and predicting and uh, you get to check out the uh, the remastered You Bet sting that I've uh, created. Uh, oh, very, very, I've tidied very everything up. I've made you bet look better than it did in the 90s. But uh, before we get to that, we are going to close out our look back at the uh, the league of 2022, all of the teams and how they got on. So, Matt, take it away. Who is our first team today? Yeah, so so next up in our, um, our list of, of the remaining teams that we're discussing are... The Detroit Lions um, last year at uh, three and thirteen, and uh, this year marked improvement nine and eight. Uh, you said higher, I said higher. Hey, it's a lot higher, right? Let's put two minutes up. Absolutely, yeah. Well, at three and thirteen, uh, it, it wasn't really a bold prediction to say that they would go higher, but uh, it did look kind of troublesome at, at first. You know, the the first few weeks of the season looked like they were picking up where they left off last season with with losing at the last moment but they went on a run uh and uh i think the lions are officially done being the underdog now this season has, has mm. proved that jared goff even impressed me uh and stepped up i've i've been his biggest detractor for a very very long time uh well you, you can go back in the archive of this show to see uh how little i thought of him is he their permanent answer no i don't think he is but he has certainly been sufficient in developing this team and he'll at least do for the the next few seasons as far as I'm concerned, as long as he can maintain the level of play that he put forward this year. They did get unlucky towards the end of the season. They picked up a few losses that cost them that Mm. playoff spot. But I I think they're in a good place for 23. We'll have to see how free agency and the draft treats them. Yeah, definitely a a lot better situation uh, from, from last season. Uh, so much better, uh, deservedly so. Um, there was definitely something up with them last season. This season, just being able to close games out, okay, they had those those costly 
uh, losses, like you said, towards the end of the year. Um, draft well um, this season coming uh, and, and just get more experienced defensive linemen. I think that helps uh, look at free agency. That's coming up really, really soon. I think the Lions um, could could well be a surprise package next season and, and really get into those double-digit uh, win um, in the in that win column, um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see the Lions. They're kind of like my sort of NFC team. Mm, fair enough. I mean, you've got to, I like I like them. You got to have a, a a second team, as far as I'm concerned. Um, not sure it yeah. should be the Lions, but you know, more power to you. <laughs> you. You do you. Hey, but it's an underdog story, right? Well, maybe not anymore. Yes, fair enough. Well. Uh, usually, uh, people in your position, the uh, Patriots fans, their team in the NFC are our next team, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This year, they went 8-9. and nine. Last year, they went 13-4. and four. We both said that they would go lower. You said a little lower. It's more than a mm. little. How did their year go? Obviously, there's a big story to, to come out of the, uh, the off-season now in a, a certain departure. Let's get into all of that. With two minutes on the clock. Yeah, you're right. The the, the big departure is that of, of one uh Tom Brady. Um yeah, he's gonna be missed. Uh probably the worst ending to an illustrious career. A losing season, um, just compounded by losing key pieces on both sides of the ball. Um Buccaneers will will need to look at maybe a rookie quarterback, uh, see what's out there. Uh, Derek Carr um, is is away from Las Vegas now. Could he rock up in in Tampa? Hey, even Aaron Rodgers, um, he could be the next big thing in in Tampa Bay. Um, I think with what they currently have, um, and I'm not 100% sure on their QB depth, that will change regardless. Hey, enjoy commentary, Tom, uh, and and massive thank you for your career and, and, and from a Pats fan, big, big, big thanks. Thank you. Well, I do know the depth chart of quarterback behind uh, Tom Brady of the Buccaneers. It's Blaine Gabbert and Kyle Trask, so basically no one. Uh, and and that kind of sums things up, really. This this wasn't the greatest year for the Bucks. Let's be honest. That Brady bubble did burst as we we saw, started to see the decline. He wasn't in full decline, but uh, I think now he's decided to to hang it up before things go totally awry. I will say it was a pleasure to see him and this team uh, play in Munich uh, during the the season, and uh, we still saw flashes of of the greatness that uh, that we're used to seeing from him a rebuild is coming i'm not sure that bucks fans are ready for it their first answer will need to come at quarterback i think uh, you're right there will it be Derek carr will it be jimmy garoppolo i think jimmy garoppolo could be a good fit plenty of names yeah. out there in free agency uh, it's going to be exciting to to watch what happens yeah yeah absolutely um like you said, it's it's going to be a while before they're back to the top table. I think. Um, I think so. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah. It's um. It, it'll be a big big hole to fill. Uh, not having Brady, um, and, and definitely not having um the likes of Rob Gronkowski at uh, at tight end anymore. Hey, 
that's the Bucks. Next, it's the Seahawks. This year, um, at nine and eight year. Um, last year, it was seven and ten. You said lower, and I said lower. Um, where did it go kind of right for them, Jez? Let's put two minutes up. Yeah, I do remember this one fairly vividly and why I said lower. And I said so because I didn't believe that the Seahawks would actually use Geno Smith as their starter uh, or that they would provide him you know, options in the running game. Uh, I was wrong there. I'm very happy to be wrong there. Uh, but uh, I was one of the voices calling for Geno Smith from the start. Thought it was going to be Drew Locke at the beginning of the season and uh, mm. thankfully that didn't happen. Uh, very bright spot for the Seahawks. Another bright spot was Kenneth Walker, uh, rookie running back, carried the team on his back, literally, figuratively. The The defence needed work. I think that's where this, yeah. this team was let down, really. They could put up points on the board, but they couldn't really do anything to stop other teams putting up more points on, on the majority of occasions. So I think that's the goal for 23. Build around Gino, build the defense, and uh, come back stronger than ever. I think that's the division that you can can really succeed in at the moment. Yeah, absolutely, and 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 you you're absolutely correct in your assessment of of Gino Smith and and what a great job he did after the whole turmoil of um, Russell Wilson. Um, going and us thinking hey where where do they go next um and i think the the seahawks may be seeing after uh, what we saw of russell wilson thank f the broncos took took him off their hands um seahawks are another one of those teams that will get back to the days of of playoff appearances and uh being uh, in or around the big one um yeah I, I just think focus on the draft, um, re, to do do that rebuild. Defense, like you said, is is a massive um, massive part. Pick up some experience, pick up some rookies, and they'll be there or thereabouts next year. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think this team's got far to go. Just some some no. tweaks here and there, and and maybe some more star power, uh, especially on the uh, defensive side. Of the yeah. Ball. Yeah, yeah, you you'd have that. You gotta have a couple of star names, haven't you, to to succeed? Yeah, and they've they've got that on their uh, their offense. Mm. They just need to to bring that to the defense. Uh, and star power is probably a really good segue for our next team. Uh, next up is the Miami Dolphins. Last season nine and eight. This season nine and eight. At least they're consistent. Uh, I said they'd go higher. You said they'd go lower, so between us, we got it right because absolutely it kind of balances out, doesn't it? Two minutes it up, does, Miami does. Dolphins. Uh, yeah, um, I I think this is a case of considering they lost to a what was it twice um, last year, maybe, maybe even, even three more. times. Yeah, yeah, three times. Yeah, um, I think to to have the same re- record is impressive. Um, Miami have all. And I mean all the pieces to be uh, a real force in the AFC East, and and hey, they even finished second. Um, if they can uh, sort of build a, a really decent offensive and decent offensive line, then 
there's something special and, and even rolling back the years of, of what Miami were like in the 80s um, before I was watching it. Absolutely, before I was watching it. Um, yeah, early prediction for me is is that of Tua staying um, uh, 100%. I want to see him stay 100% next year and really make um, potentially even the AFC uh, title game. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I would like to see a healthy tour, uh, and it, it really annoys me that once again the denigrators are out in force calling for mm. for Tua Tonga-Bailoa's head. You know, perhaps those naysayers weren't watching this team uh, when they couldn't perform under any quarterback other than Tua. Uh, do we need to be concerned about the repeated concussion issues? Absolutely, and that is a massive mm-hmm. concern. But if he can stay on the field. Tua is absolutely this team's future, and he is the answer for this franchise. Uh, I I don't see how people are overlooking everything he's done this season, and you know the role that he was on before uh, picking up that first concussion, let alone the subsequent two that he had. Uh, yeah, I think they can pick that back up again in 2023, so long as as Tua's head is in the game, literally and figuratively. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, he is, like you said, he is that that team. Um, there's no one close. I mean, obviously QB. the people that he throws to are, are very important oh, as well. well I mean, he's got yes, some, yes. some great talent there, but uh, the other guys weren't getting them the ball. You know, look at Jalen no, Waddle's stats no. without Tua and, and tell me that, that Tua isn't the answer. Well, yeah, you you know you 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 coined the phrase. This, it was it was the three-headed monster, wasn't it? And mm-hmm. once you got rid of one of those heads, it all came tumbling down. So, um, yeah, to to stay consistent uh, with with the issues they had, great. Um, and 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 just look forward to uh, to a new year for them. Anyway. To a new year, yeah, indeed. To a new year, absolutely. I knew what I was going on about. Anyway, yeah. Thanks for pointing out my uh, fantastic. Um, you You're know, obviously deliberate pun. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no puns here though. Um, it's uh, it's the Chargers. Um, they had a nine and eight uh, season last year. Uh, this season, however, slightly better. A ten and seven. You said higher. I said higher. Uh, well, both right there, right? Absolutely, yeah. But not as right as I was expecting to be, actually. I think 10-7 and 7 is quite low compared to the expectations mm. for this team. But injuries were really the story here of this team. A defense plagued by difficulty and an offense that didn't have their pieces at all until the uh, the end of the year. Um, but but I guess that really shows the ability of this team to be able to improve on their record and go ten and seven, despite all of the challenges. Um, I, Justin Herbert, I think we we can safely say that he is among the the top echelon of quarterbacks in this league now, certainly mm-hmm. of this generation. Um, clearly, the team weren't happy with the guidance that he was getting from from Joe Lombardi because they have let him go, and, and uh, I'm not sure if they've replaced the uh, coordinator yet but uh, we'll we'll cover all that as we move towards the next season obviously uh, this will be an interesting team to watch all the way through the off season because I think they're nearly mm. there so it'll just be tweaking and adding a few pieces here and there but overall uh, the future is bright 
Yeah, absolutely. And it, it is a case of um, players staying healthy um, and just just getting things um, better. Um, and and they will. And, and if they can they can fix the the injury issues and keep people healthy, then they they sure as heck will be a, a force in the league. Um, I think if you look at um, and, and focus on getting in uh, that sort of 12, 13 win bracket, then the world's your oyster, I guess. Um, you, you you move on, you get a better seeding in playoffs, you play those weaker teams that may sneak in through wildcard. Um, yeah, I think just just focus on, on um, the draft um and and see where it takes you but yeah charges are going to be there next year unless it all goes horribly wrong yeah well i think the key for the charges is you need to build a team that can beat patrick mahomes twice a year if you can do that yeah nothing can stop you so uh yeah defense being healthy and uh really focusing <laughs> it focusing in on that i think is what needs to happen yeah for this team yeah moving on though uh, another team that uh, scraped into the playoffs it's the Baltimore Ravens last year they were eight and nine this year they were ten and seven which is another uh, surprise improvement considering what happened uh, I predicted an implosion and that they would go lower obviously that didn't happen you predicted higher so you got that one right tell us about it how did you get there two minutes yeah I guess it was the case of um Last year for them wasn't their brightest year. Uh, this year it it just improved slightly, um, even with Lamar in and out all year. Um, I don't see him sticking around. Um, really, and I think uh, I think that you could you could certainly be looking at um, one of these uh, bigger name quarterbacks coming out of free free agency. Um, yeah, ten and seven sits about right. Ten wins is nowhere near enough. Um, I remember the 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 Baltimore of old with with Ray Lewis and and that sort of uh, bigger, more aggressive defensive line. Um, yeah, they will challenge again. Um, hey, draft or Derek Carr maybe for me. See, this one's very simple for me. No Lamar Jackson, no Bueno. I don't think this team can survive uh, in its current incarnation without him. So uh, I would be very surprised if they if they let him out of the building. Defensively, they did okay, uh, especially in the latter end of the season. But without the mm. ability to, to score with Lamar Jackson out, they just couldn't get it done, quite simply. Uh, the, the word is... If you if you want to believe the the rumor is that Lamar Jackson wants to be a Raven, he he wants to get back to the team, but they they need to get the deal done. Uh, I'm not sure anybody could really step into that offense and and thrive. They haven't got a running game going. That was that was fairly evident. They had a lot of injury troubles there as well. Uh, I don't, don't think it was an implosion. Obviously, they had a better record, but uh, it, it certainly could come if they don't retain Lamar Jackson, in my opinion. So we'll we'll watch and see what kind of deal Lamar negotiates for himself, because the dude yeah. doesn't have an agent. Crazy fool. 
No, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, if if hypothetically he he does up and and uh, up sticks and leaves Baltimore, I mean, where where in the heck would he go? Um, I mean, hey, Las Vegas are looking for a new quarterback. Right? I could see that. I could see that fit. Actually, that would be a good mm. fit. Yeah, yeah. Plenty of places would would pay him the money that that he so richly deserves. He does have injury yeah. problems, though. You know, he can't stay mm-hmm. healthy, so that needs to be factored into any contract. Maybe some kind of yeah. if you don't play, you don't get paid clause. But yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Next team. Yes. Absolutely, uh, and it's it's another team that that comes out of your NFC North, and it is the champions of the NFC North. Uh, it's the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, last year, eight and nine. This year, thirteen and four. You said higher, barely. I said maybe sort of nine and eight this year, which but is also still barely. higher. <laughs> it's barely. Uh, they did a lot better than barely, uh, and and they beat the Bears, right? Um, but yeah, twice. Let's put yes. Two minutes up. <laughs> I mean, it, we we can't use beating the Bears as as a kind of measuring stick for how good a team is because everybody was doing it anyway. Uh, the Vikings are a difficult team to discuss. Really, they they had all of the pieces uh, and they won games, but there was still something lacking. It just didn't all mm. come together. Um, and I think they also benefited from a great number of comeback victories as well. Uh, you know, think back to the whatever week it was, uh, the same week as the the Munich game when uh, the Vikings came back and, and beat the Bills, and we saw mm. what they could do there. But that kind of drive wasn't present in every game. Um, it, it was just a strange, strange thing to watch. They need to shore up their defense. They allowed a lot of points in 2022, and I think ultimately that is what cost them in the end. Let's see what moves they make in the offseason, but uh, most of the pieces are there. They just need to bring it all together in some way. Yeah, and I think I think you're right there in the fact that they, they just need to be a bit more cohesive. Um, yeah, it's... it's um, taken a while um but they are there um but it's just those costly games those costly mistakes and a lot of that really came down from when i was watching it and uh, people can correct me if i'm wrong but the 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 kicker in 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 minnesota is is suspect in my opinion uh i'd be looking at a new kicker who's who's a bit more uh productive a bit more accurate um it's kind of like he was playing madden and you were skewing it that way um, and never straight up. Um, Kirk Cousins, um, Justin Jefferson, right? Bots again this year. Um, they'll be fine next year. I just think um, they could stay on top of the NFC North simply because the Packers aren't going to be challenging for a fair few years yet. Okay, so I'm, I just decided to, you know, out of interest, see whether you're you you were right about the kicker. I'm just going through now. Oh, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Against the Lions, attempted two, made none. Against the Bears, attempted two, made none. Against the Cardinals, attempted one, made none. 
Uh, fairly good string in the middle. Then we get towards the end of the season against the Packers. Attempted three, made one. So, yeah, I can kind of see what you're saying. Yeah, miss, miss PATs can can cost. It doesn't matter the level yeah, of the oh, competition. And I was just looking at field goals, to be fair. I didn't yeah. even look at, at PATs, yeah. so that could tell yeah. a, a similar horrendous story yeah. as well. Yeah, But, yeah, but yeah you, like you said, field goals. Field goals are worth three points. Um, that that can be the difference between winning and losing, and especially in some of the tighter the, games in the Super Bowl. You know, it's been the difference in many a game it this certainly year. Was. Uh, you know, walk-off yep. field goals have definitely been a thing, and they have been a thing for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, yes, without without a strong kicking game, you are going to be in trouble. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure that was the problem that the next team that we're talking about faced. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars up next. Last year they were three and fourteen. This year they were nine and eight. Uh, wasn't really a bold prediction once again to say that they would go higher. Uh, I I said that they would, but not by much. That wasn't accurate. You said same. You said they would go three and fourteen again. <laughs> yeah, um, but I'm going to send Duval Duval County after you. So um, yeah, justify that and um, beg. Forgiveness from from Jacksonville Jaguars fans. Yeah, 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 and I I I do apologize for me being so so down on the Jags. Um, they had such a marked improvement, um, a massive improvement. Trevor Lawrence actually came good. Um, I just didn't see it happening. They they put pieces around Trevor Lawrence that just made him better. Um. The coaching that's improved over there, um, yeah, it's it's a case of sure up the O line, um, and and pick up a few new defensive linemen, and I think they really could be um, a team that could be special to watch going into twenty twenty three season. Yeah. Everything you said is right. That that is where all the improvements were made. Uh, I think we answered the question this year. It's been asked for a while. Is Doug Peterson a good coach? Or did he just inherit uh, a really good Eagles team back when he Mm. uh, he took them to the Super Bowl? I think this answers it. He is a good coach. Uh, He turned around many of the issues that the Jags were having in just one year. Took the team into the playoffs. Okay, you got a lot of help from the fact that the rest of the division was dog feces, but playoffs are playoffs. You can't argue with the success. Mm. Trevor Lawrence has started to show the promise of the hype that he had coming into the league. I think the only way is up, really. They've even uh, potentially got another star-wide receiver for next season. They, They had Calvin Ridley on the roster, he was suspended yep. for the year for, for betting on NFL games, of all things. <laughs> Bit of a harsh punishment compared to, you know, groping at Gropeface only got like 13 games for, you know, yep. literally groping people. But yeah, more more tools are coming. More pieces for the puzzle. Yes, yeah. Calvin Ridley, if, if he becomes active, will certainly be um, a force with... with uh, Trevor Lawrence for sure. Um, interesting, like I said, um, 
Special to watch, maybe. We'll see. Um, special to watch, sort of, is mm. next up. Um, I'd say special, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, New York Giants, absolute stinker of a season last season, 4-13. This year, 9-7-1. and one. You said higher. I said higher. I think that really hinged on what they started to do back end of last season and they just started to pick up uh, pieces and lots of things changed for the Giants, right? Yeah, I, I think the main the main difference here, <clears throat> pardon me, and they did undergo a, an incredible turnaround in 2022, I believe that coaching was the biggest contributor to that. Uh, Brian Dayball was the absolute personification of this team. Rough, ready, a lot of heart, and just a drive to succeed. Uh, quarterback Daniel Jones finally found the consistency that he needed to succeed, both within himself and, and within the coaching that he was receiving. He went from this probably being his last year in the league when his rookie deal expired to the Giants clamoring to, to sign him so that he doesn't go elsewhere for the, the, 2023, yeah, the 2023 season future is finally bright for the Giants. They just need to, to keep building with the young talent that they've got. They've still got plenty of, of draft capital to use going forward as well. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what you get for having a, um, a sort of a, a, a bad season. You start to build and, and Brian Dable was the MVP for the Giants, I guess. Um, he, he kind of turned Dan Jones... In, into uh, into a better quarterback with with the coaching that he's had, um, and even to an extent when Saquon Barkley was around, he kind of looked a little bit better for me as well. Um, yeah, use the draft wisely, I guess, and and sort of fill in those missing pieces that you said, build around the young talent that's there, because it can only it can only get better as long as the coaching is kept correct that um that Dan Jones is is kept um there uh, which he, which he will be i think he has a lot of promise as long as he's given the right tools the giants certainly could uh be there or thereabouts within the next 5 years i reckon and let's not forget that everything that Daniel Jones did this year was pretty much without a single wide receiver on that roster so uh, yeah 100% <laughs> Let's imagine what they can do with actual people to catch the ball <laughs> in New York. That'll be a, a sight to uh, see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Staying within that division then, uh, next up was the, the second playoff team from NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys. Another consistent team. Last season they went 12-5. and five. This season they went 12-5. and five. We said they'd go higher. I'll, I'll call that a win same-ish, yeah. whatever, who's yeah. keeping score anyway. Two minutes on the <laughs> clock, Dallas Cowboys. So I'm, I'm going to make the joke that's been going around uh, since Super Bowl and the fact that they uh, actually got a player to the Super Bowl. It was Dak Prescott uh, picking up his Walter Payton Man of the Year award. Uh, but yeah, it, I, I say that in jest. Uh, very, very deserving of the, uh, the award. Um, Cowboys just just kind of had um, a year exactly the same record 
even giving their fans hope in the playoffs, ultimately coming up short. Uh, I guess it's a case of remember 1996 Cowboys, right? Um, before my time, but I think that's the last time they went to the Super Bowl. Uh, keep building. Uh, Jerry World is is a hallowed place and, and can produce magic. Uh, just having those players and preventing and fixing the silly mistakes is, is key. Yeah, I think the Cowboys are in a good place. I, I know that there are plenty of people out there, Cowboys fans or not, that, that won't agree, but with, with a team that is fundamentally strong, uh, I think they're ready to try again in, in 2023. Defensively, they were sufficient. It's a big turnaround from a few years ago when they were the worst defense in the league, so they, they do have to count their blessings there. Offensively, they were mostly sufficient. Dak Prescott had some severe ups and downs. Uh, some weeks mm. he looked like he was the answer and the future of the franchise. Other weeks he looked like Zach Wilson, frankly. Um, <laughs> might be a little harsh, but what this team needs is consistency from him. Um, the blame seems to have gone on offensive coordinator Callum Moore, who they mutually agreed to part ways with and they'll give Mike McCarthy the, the full control of the offense so uh, mm, yeah we'll discuss that as the off season goes forward but uh, maybe not the brightest idea yeah we, we won't talk about head coaches having full control over an offense um, enough of that maybe they'll, they'll find a defensive coach that can be offensive coordinator Matt and I know that that, that works really well when teams decide to do that right <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> disaster waiting to happen uh, yes um, maybe not a disaster next up um, it's the Buffalo Bills um, yeah 11 and 6 last season this year 13 and 3 Um we kind of saw it coming because we both went higher on the bills. Um, yeah, it, it's a it's an almost their story, right? It is absolutely an almost their story. Um, and I think the biggest shock in everything you just said was that they were eleven and six in in twenty twenty one. Really, um, always the bridesmaids, never the bride. I think is the best way to describe this team. We knew what this team was. It's the same as it's been the last two years, you know, same as it ever was. But the window is closing rapidly on this team. It may even have closed. Mm. Will they be in the playoffs next year? Probably. I would say probably. Will they make it any further? Probably not. No, the, the, I just don't understand how this team is not winning games. They've got all the pieces. They've got all the coaching. They literally have everything they need except for actually winning and I can't explain it I know that's kind of my job but I just don't get it Buffalo I just don't understand no no uh, and and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be bold and I'm gonna say the bills the bills are done um I think that window and the door and and every possible outlet for them has is closed now um they got rid of Tom Brady in the AFC East. Yeah, they they ended up AFC East champions the last couple of years. Um, but being AFC East champs ain't Super Bowl. Um, 
you, you, they had pretty good seeding in playoffs the last couple of years. Okay, last year it was a weird thing with the coin toss and all that with Kansas. That rule had changed this year, um, and yet they still can't find the way to close out on the big games. It's almost like they get stage fright, um, which which is weird. Um, you've got a fantastic quarterback in Josh Allen. Hey, if he's not winning anything, um, he he could he could look at you know just seeing somewhere where he can win uh, once his contract runs down. You, you say that quite flippantly, but. It could happen, you know. At the end of the day, mm. when his contract comes to an end, they're going to have to pay him, and they've got a lot of expensive yeah. pieces on that team, and they can't mm-hmm. pay them all. So maybe nope. Josh Allen does get sent off to to another team in a couple of years. Right? It could all go crashing down for the uh, the Buffalo Bills, and, and uh, yeah. I I hope not. I really hope not. No. Um, the next team. It's in somewhat of a similar place, although they're they're a couple of years behind. Uh, there's still plenty of plenty of air coming in the window. The window is not closing for the Cincinnati Bengals. No. Last year they were ten and seven. This year they were twelve and four. We both said they would go higher. They did. Good for them. Good for us. Two minutes on the clock. What did you think of this team in twenty two? Yeah, and, and and they were there or thereabouts again, um, which, which was good to see uh, in the AFC, AFC Championship game. Uh, came up short, uh, only just. Um, protect the quarterback, fundamentals, right? Um, so you you fix the problems on a on a leaky offensive line, and you kind of plug the gaps that may may be missing on the defensive line. Um, it's a case of they they will they'll be there they they will be there uh, new records to be set I guess uh, next year twelve and four is it was a great great year for them um, I'm pretty sure uh, with with Joe Burrow uh, and all the pieces he now has they like you said a couple of years behind where the Bills are um, yeah they they can probably pick up another or another one or two. Uh, wins next year. Um, yeah, twenty twenty three is got to be their year, right? Every year seems to be their year, and then it, it it doesn't come to fruition. And I kind of feel like a stuck record with this team because the biggest problem that this team faces is the same that they faced for the last few years. It's the offensive line. Back when they drafted Joe Burrow, they didn't do enough to to put pieces in front of him. Uh, and they did start to address that this year, but then injuries set that back, and they were back to Burrow spending extended time on his ass again, just like he has the last couple of years. Still, despite all that, you know Joey Burrow continued to show that same promise and consistent improvement that he has done since joining the league. Um, and yeah, as, as you mentioned, they were nearly back in the big game once again. Maybe next year. It's. I wouldn't count them out. I really wouldn't. No, no. And it's it's quite strange for um a, a team that um were 
awful uh fair few okay it's maybe a fair few years back but yeah it it proves the draft system works well yes you know they were they had the first pick in the draft and then they consistently improved since then so it does show mm-hmm. that the system works for sure yeah yeah prime example um yes so um this is the last of our reviews of, of our teams, Jess. Mm. Um and it's the San Francisco 49ers. And I I I, I forgot that they had a ten and seven last year, um, which which was okay. Uh, this year, thirteen and four. Um you said lower, um, and I said higher by one or two. Um it's it's actually three. Um, so I, I said one or two, one and two. That's three, right? Uh, done some maths. Um, let's let's talk 49ers. Yeah, it's fine. Nobody has ever accused you of being able to count, so no problem there. Um, <laughs> obviously, the main story of this team this year was the quarterback carousel that they had going on. As it turns out, they had three good quarterbacks on their roster this year, mm. but they also had some ridiculously bad luck. The The rise of, of Brock Purdy was the feel-good story of the entire league. Mr. Irrelevant may, in my opinion, turn out to be the next Tom Brady, a good college quarterback that was overlooked, drafted late, nobody really expected to excel, thrust into action due to injury. The parallels with uh, Mr. Goat are all there. The biggest mistake the 49ers can make is not riding the hot hand next year. It's a mistake they've made in the past. I know that they thought Trey Lance was the future. I never did, for the record. But Brock Purdy truly is the answer. Build around him going forwards, and and the sky's the limit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Marked improvement and finding that diamond in the rough. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, will go elsewhere. Um, with with Brock Purdy, uh, definitely he should definitely take uh, the QB one next season. And if it doesn't happen, then the 49ers really do deserve a losing season. Mm-hmm. Um, he he brought them out of adversity uh, into um, what has has been a, a good season for them. They were there in the NFC Championship game. Um, came up short because, as we mentioned last week, injury after injury. Um, and and they got Christian McCaffrey uh, for good measure this year. Um, yeah, I yeah. think under under guidance of Mr. Irrelevant, as he's, he's well known, um, the future for the 49ers is one of, of, of good things, I think, and, and could probably... Beat the beat the Eagles next year if they can keep uh, Brock in at QB one and healthy. Yeah, we we were obviously robbed of seeing whether this 49ers team could beat the Eagles. Um, it, mm. It's not fair to to compare them without without Brock Purdy or any of the other uh, quarterbacks no. previous under center. But uh, hey, if you bring Josh Johnson to a to a gunfight, then uh, don't expect to win. Is that how they, the metaphor mm. works? I think I might have, might have struggled yeah, some... on it a little bit there. <laughs> Something like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is that the old one? You bring a Josh, Josh Johnson to a to a gunfight or a knife or I don't know, whatever. Anyway, 
We've threatened it for a very long time. It is now time to start building towards the 2023 XFL season. It is back. It's had a few years off due to uh, the COVID pandemic, first of all, and then uh, mm-hmm. making sure that all of the Ducks were in a row before getting things going again. This Saturday and Sunday, we have uh, two games each. Week one kicks off Saturday night, 8 p.m. UK time, 3 p.m. Eastern on ABC in the United States. All of the games are on ESPN Player here in the UK. It's Vegas Vipers at Arlington Renegades. Let's put our first two minutes up, actually, for for the XFL. Any XFL game. Two minutes, the first XFL two minutes on this show. Here we go. Yeah, and it's it's really good to, to actually talk about this. Finally, we've spoken about it for a couple of years. Like you said, ducks in a row. I'm excited for the anticipated return of the new XFL. Uh, it has been a while, like we said, um, under new management of Danny Garcia and Dwayne Johnson with partners. Um, just just looking at some of the acquisitions teams have made um, and the fact that the indoor football league even get to draft players before it's even kicked off, which is weird we spoke about that briefly i know i'll go into that more detail uh, in the coming weeks so yeah it's formerly the tampa bay vipers um and now vegas um yeah certainly have um something to give with this new incarnation of the league um yeah it's it's gonna be a good one um i'm gonna go with this one um vipers for the upset though yeah, it's quite difficult, obviously, to to know what any of these teams are going to be offering. We haven't mm. seen any of them play. We haven't seen much in, in terms of practice. Uh, but the Vegas Vipers seem to be one of the more experimental teams in the XFL. They're relying on a first-time head coach in Rod Woodson, a very big name from, from the NFL. Uh, but they filled their roster with older journeymen who bring experience, mm. but they lack in, in youth and vigour. They've got uh, Luis Perez, a quarterback, who we've discussed in the past in, in other spring leagues. A reliable but not particularly flashy option. Um, the Renegades have got an experienced coaching staff, conversely. Uh, and uh, another veteran spring league quarterback in Kyle Sloter took the New Orleans Breakers to the playoffs in the USFL last year. So I'm going to go with the overall experience and I'm going to go with Renegades to win this opening game. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I didn't even talk about the logos, which I did last time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They, they've changed <laughs> the majority of the logos, so that was, uh, yes. that was two new logos that we that we saw in that in that opening one. Uh, and yeah, yeah. Is it two new? No, one new logo in the next one. So introduce yes, away. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's the Orlando Guardians at. Houston Roughnecks. It's a 1.30 a.m. UK, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN and FX. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be um, a late night one on, on Saturday. Um, I'm, I'm not staying up for it. I'll watch the highlights, though. Let's put two minutes on our second XFL game. Yeah, I won't be staying up either, but I'll probably record it and watch it the next day. Uh 
So right off the bat, the Orlando Guardians appear to have drawn the short straw with quarterbacks this season. Uh, they have the choice of uh, DeAndre Francois, Mitch Kidd, or Quentin Dormady to lead the team. Um, this could be a disaster for them, uh, or mm. they could find a diamond in the rough there somewhere. We don't. We literally know nothing about these guys. We don't know if they're good. We don't know if they're bad. They are complete unknowns. We've just got to let it play out and see what happens. Uh, on the other side, led by former Dallas Cowboys head coach Wade Phillips, the Houston Roughnecks likely be strong on defense, but they've also got questions at QB. Their choice is between two other names that we've obviously all heard of, Cole McDonald and Caleb Ellaby same as the guardians we shall see this could be a rough game to watch uh so in 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 the theme of rough i'm going to go with roughnecks for the win <laughs> yeah um and the roughnecks logo looks like a, an oilers logo from back in the day correct if keeping tabs on logos yes, uh, yes. so yeah, yeah it <laughs> it's a tough one here i guess um with with like I said no standout names um <laughs> I'm I'm looking for players that are trying to relive former glories and maybe not so much. Uh, Guardians and Roughnecks could certainly be two teams to watch for players that could surprise uh, people watching um, from this year's XFL. Roughnecks hold the best regular season record in the XFL at 5-0. Uh, back in 2020, obviously, we knew that was cut short. 5-0 won't do F all this season because there's a lot more games it's going to happen and time to finally crown a champ but yes I'm going to go Guardians this this season better finish that's all I can say if if we don't get to yeah. a conclusion of this XFL season I'm going to flip tables right and I don't well, mean they, in a to... celebratory bills kind of way <laughs> They, I think, in the first incarnation, didn't they? Weren't they? Or was it last year? They called the 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 Super Bowl, not the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? The the finals game of the playoffs. I think it was called the Million Dollar Game. That was the original XFL back in uh, in two thousand one. Yeah, there was the Million Dollar Championship Game. I don't think they'd no. they'd named their championship game for the uh, the twenty twenty XFL season. But uh, mm. hey, the USFL finished their season last year, so we, we've got precedent now. Uh, and yes. yeah, I, I believe in in the Rock and um, Mrs. X Rock to uh, to get this done. So <laughs> yeah. uh, now the next game uh, is a a very Rock the Rock based because uh, the home mm. team, the San Antonio Brahmas, are obviously a riff on uh, the Rock's nickname, the Brahma Bull. Uh, one of yes. the the 107 teams in the XFL to play in Texas. They will welcome the St. Louis Battlehawks on Sunday night, 8 p.m. UK time, 3 p.m. Eastern. That game is on ABC in the United States. Two minutes up. Who takes the win? Well, Battlehawks were, were kind of like a team that were performed really well in the last incarnation from what I'd watched of them um, and certainly could be the team to to watch and win it all this year if they get it right uh, hey like you said 
the Brahmas are surely owned by the Rock. No, they're all owned by the Rock. All teams owned by uh, the 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 XFL um, conglomerate of um, you know. Hey, that's that's good business. Um, good good head coach call in uh, a guy called Ward. Uh, we know all about Heinz Ward. Uh, great name of a head coach, right? Um, yes, Battle Hawks for me simply because they got the experience. Yeah, I, c- I can see your argument there. Uh, the Battle Hawks arguably have got the best quarterback in the league in AJ McCarron. He was a, a two-time national champion for Alabama. He even nearly led the uh, Cincinnati Bengals to a playoff win over the Steelers in his rookie year. But as far as I'm concerned, what have you done for me lately, AJ? Nothing, really. So uh, the Brahmas have got a pretty stacked roster, by all accounts. Uh, a fair few NFL veterans. They're led by a first-time head coach in Heinz Ward, as you mentioned. But he's tried to make up for that inexperience that he has as a coach by surrounding himself by veteran coordinators and and veteran positional coaches and and support staff and all of that stuff. I think this is going to be a close one. I really do. Uh, And I'm excited to see it play out on the field because I just feel like the colours, like you look at this underneath us, the blue and the silver and the yellow and the like the grey off black just looks spectacular looking forward to seeing this one on the field I'm going to go with the Brahmas for the win because it's, it's a better name <laughs> it is a better name and uh, and the, the, the logo is is, is very nice it's too it's fire another new logo um yeah um hey it's it's the it's the game of games for us jez this next one up because it's the seattle sea dragons uh don't say that three times over at the dc defenders now we were all in it's a 1 a.m uk city time 8 p.m eastern on espn what do we think of the final game of the first weekend in the new incarnation of the XFL? Let's put two minutes up. Yes, and apparently the the DC Defenders are the team to beat in this new XFL, which is nice because uh, in 2020 we both chose uh, independently the the DC Defenders as our, our team. They've changed their logo and I don't like the new logo. They need to go back to the shield with the lightning bolts. That was much better. Uh, anyway, Jordan Tamu leads this team at quarterback in a, uh, a West Coast-style offense. Their defensive coordinator is Greg Williams, who you, you may remember from some drama back in the day with the Saints and, and putting poor Brett Favre in the dirt a lot of times. Uh, so they will likely have put a bounty on the on the Sea Dragons this time, Yar. The Sea Dragons, though... Uh, keeping that Seattle theme going, have got uh, Josh Gordon catching balls for them. And and there's a fair bit of experience on this team. So they could Mm. cause the upset. But I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay true. And I'm going defenders win. Yeah. uh, And and like we said, this is the show's pick of 2020. DC defenders have, like you said, a new logo and a new secondary logo. uh, What I can make out anyway. Uh, I certainly don't remember that secondary logo from last time out. Um, DC, um, I'm going to pick again just to be consistent. 
Flash Gordon's back, um, but uh, I don't think he's going to be very Flash. It's a bit slower nowadays. Um, hey, Jim Hasler as head coach. Um, yeah, another name that's that's been around quite a lot in in uh, American football. Quite a few teams in the NFL. He's been around college ball as well. Uh, Seven-year veteran in the NFL as well. Drafted in the late 70s um, to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, So the guy has got experience. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Defenders, it's the first time we're going to agree. Yeah, DC for me. Yeah, some of us are scoring some points in this first week, which is nice. Uh, Yes, yeah. Differed on the majority of the game, so that is cool. Uh, back now for another regular season. We haven't done this in a few weeks because we we didn't do it in the playoffs. And with a remastered intro sting, it's now time for You Bet. Just looking that little bit, little bit sharper. I got my, uh, I got my AI upscaler on it, and now it, now it looks a lot, a lot sharper and a lot neater. So I can stop whinging yes. about it now. I spent most of the, the 2022 <laughs> NFL season going, oh, I need to, need to tidy that up a bit and make it look nicer. But yeah, so that's the job done. You bet. For those tuning in for the first time, is a segment in which we uh, we offer up a binary choice, usually a yes or no question or a choice between two people or something like that. Uh, we predict, we get the points for it, it adds to our overall predictions, so uh, a chance for us to get extra points in this Spring League Prediction Championship. Would you like to go first? Well, it's 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 very nice of you to offer, and I will take you up on that. Um, and I'll put my bet up for week one of the XFL. It comes from the game that we both have um, interest in, I guess, with with the the chosen team in DC Defenders. It's that Defenders Sea Dragons game, um, and I'm I'm kind of going low scoring in this one, um, but it is it is. Um, the, the kind of like, you know, first weekend. And the, my question is, will we see 50 points uh, total in this game? It's a very quick and a very easy no from me. Uh, I don't think we'll see 50 total points in any of the games uh, in week one. I think it's going to be a case of everyone finding their feet. And uh, mm. I, I, I think we've got a lot to ease into and a lot to learn. It, that wasn't the case in week one of the XFL in 2020, so I could be wrong, but I I, I just don't see any of these games being high scoring, so I'm going to go no. Well, I I, I kind of believe in this game being um kind of like the showcase of, 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 of week one, um, and I think this will be the highest scoring game of the weekend. So I'm going to go yes on this one. Might as well, you know. It's yeah. No, uh, no glory in in playing it safe, is there? So you got to differ Absolutely when you can. Absolutely not. Uh, my bet then comes from from various games across the weekend. 
Which USFL standout quarterback will pass for the most touchdowns? Will it be Jordan Tamu or Kyle Slaughter? Uh, so I, I don't know a huge amount about either of them. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to go for the one with the most awkward name. Um, Jordan Tamu. See, I I do know a fair bit about these guys because uh, I, I followed the USFL very closely last year. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Great. Looking forward mm. to it coming back in uh, in uh, about six weeks or so, so that we have even more spring league football to talk about. Uh, Absolutely. And I, I think just based on on the offenses that they are in, and with this this West Coast offense uh, coming up for um. For, for Jordan Tamu's team, I think they've got the the best option really to score some points, and uh, and I think they'll come from the arm of Jordan Tamu. So I'm going to agree with you, much to your chagrin, I'm sure. And uh, we're both going to go <laughs> Jordan Tamu. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 only the second time all night, ladies, gentlemen, and uh, children of all ages listening. Um, yes, that we've agreed. So hey, <laughs> why not? <laughs> Absolutely, yes, yeah. And uh, with that, that is our show, our 100th episode uh, of Two Minute Warning. So uh, I enjoyed it. We've, yeah, we've covered a lot of ground. I think we're uh, we're just over the hour mark. One of the longest uh, episodes we've done in a, in a few weeks. But uh, we're done with our look back at the NFL. It's all looking forward from from here. Start to talk about the draft starts to talk about free agency and all the other things that are happening in the NFL. And obviously we'll be covering everything that comes at you in the XFL and soon the USFL. So there's a lot more football to be discussing for the next several months before we get back to the the NFL in in September. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. And and yeah, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, episode 100. It was a Certainly, certainly a, a bumper episode for the listeners. A bumper episode for us to get all the NFL wrapped up, which is great. We've we've done. We've got our champion in Kansas City. So congratulations oh, to the Chiefs. To come. I thought you meant me. I'm the champion. Do you, do you, well, yeah, all right for now. <laughs> but yes, congratulations to you, Jez, again. For, for winning our prediction championship for the NFL 2022 season. Um, looking forward to, to, to seeing where we end up scores uh, next week after week one of the XFL. Indeed. And on that note, uh, <laughs> before Matt dies of, of coughing and, and all that kind of stuff, we will call it a night. Again. Thank you very much for joining us. Hope you've enjoyed episode 100. Do join us next week for 101. I've been Jez. It's goodbye from me. Say goodbye, Matt. Goodbye, Matt.